Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One game into Raptors preseason, and you never underestimate the heart of a champion. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 9th. But first, sports. Good morning. The Toronto Raptors kicked off their preseason on Tuesday morning with a clash at 6 a.m. against the Houston Rockets. It was in Japan, which is why it was so early, and it was... Very much a first preseason game. They closed a 17-point deficit at one point in this game that gave up 85 points in the first half to the Rockets. But they did come back and win. And Pascal Siakam, his first real look as the man of the offense, as the number one option, he had a great game. 24 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Fred Van Vliet, who we've been talking about all camp, about wanting to earn a starter's role and, and really playing uh, for a lot this season, he had 16, 5, and 5. While Terrence Davis also continued to impress with a very productive 19 minutes of action. It is, of course, just one preseason game. And it was on the other side of the world in the first thing in the morning. But one preseason game worth of footage is a million times better than no footage or games at all. So it's a huge plus. It all is a positive, and I will devour the content. And speaking of devouring Raptors content, Yahoo Sports Canada Raptors writer Vivek Jacob, he was up early yesterday to watch the game, and he joins me now with a few takeaways from game one of the preseason. Vivek, we'll start with the most obvious positive. What did you think of Pascal Siakam's game in the preseason opener? Wasabi P brought it. I thought he was <laughs> outstanding from the get-go. You looked at him being matched up against P.J. Tucker, went right at him, had a spin move, got the N1 to go with the bank shot, and that's what you want to see in terms of him taking the next step and becoming the man, uh, not being intimidated by double teams or uh, the pressure of being the number one option. And I thought the most encouraging thing was the playmaking that he exhibited when he was able to attract attention and get the ball out to his teammates. Another guy that is looking forward to, a lot of people are saying, a, a big year. Fred Van Vliet started off, he was a big part of the, the scrimmage game in his pants. Now he's got his first preseason action. What do you think of Fred? Again, I think he's just looking to build off of what he's done with the Raptors so far. And, you know, you look at the tra trajectory and he's gone from undrafted to being a key cog on the 905 championship team to being a key cog on the Raptors championship team. And now uh, maybe he's got a few individual goals that he'd like to check off beginning with becoming a starter in the NBA. He was getting some due, I think, Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kevin Durant said that he's going to be, uh, that Fred is going to be in the league for as long as he wants to be. You know, those are guys that just know how to play the game. Uh, they're really smart in terms of the way they operate. And Rico Hines uh, said about Fred that pretty much every run that he had, whatever team w uh, Fred was on, that team would win. And that's basically the best way to describe Fred. He's just a winner. A guy we've heard that is sort of in that Fred Van Vliet mold and that undrafted come up and has turned a lot of heads early in preseason throughout camp. Terrence Davis also showed up a little bit in the preseason. What have you thought of, uh, of TD so far? I just think he 
fits in right away and he's someone that you can slot in that isn't going to take from anyone else isn't trying to do too much uh, but also recognizes when opportunities are right in front of him uh, there's that nasty dunk that he threw down uh, in this one and I think uh, he recognizes that there's an opening at that third string point guard position uh, the way Van Vliet did a few years ago and I think he'll be looking to seal that spot pretty soon. We sort of haven't seen the best of Stanley Johnson right away. I know we're one game into preseason and I understand this, but um, I think Stanley Johnson and Rondé Hollis Jefferson are two guys that are brought in similar profiles and it appears that Jefferson has the uh, the early lead in that sort of head-to-head. For sure. And you you look at Stanley Johnson, the first three plays, he had a turnover, then he missed uh, on a layup, and then he had another turnover. Uh, and both the turnovers were kind of lackadaisical. And so uh, the frustrating thing with him is probably uh, the fact that he's always going to be attached to being you know, a top 10 pick and having those expectations. And so when you look at things not having worked out in Detroit, now the pressure's on because this is an organization, that, uh, an organization that's renowned for developing its players. And so if things don't work out here, then, you know, uh, the door could shut pretty quickly. Anybody else jump at you through one game at 6 a.m. on the other side of the planet? you got to be Serge Ibaka. Of course. Man. <laughs> My Fousey champion. Yeah, he's bringing it. <laughs> five for five, started the game, finished with 18 points in 22 minutes. And, yeah, he was in midseason form, really liked what he brought to the table. And you can just see how comfortable he is at the center position and being able to play inside again, whereas, you know, before people were trying to throw him outside and be that sort of stretch five, uh, stretch four even sometimes. And uh, now he's just back in his comfort zone. Tonight, by the way, if you're in Toronto and looking for the best basketball talk, there is a Hoop Talks at Rivoli at 7 p.m. Vivek will be there along with William Liu and Alex Wong and an all-star selection of Raptors writers. You can get 50% off your ticket if you use the promo code Yahoo when you buy online. So do that and check that event out tonight. Some other basketball news while we're here. Ben Simmons got a standing ovation and basically caused like an and-one mixtape court-storming riot by hitting one three-pointer in a preseason game at halftime against a Chinese league team. I feel like maybe the fun and joy of that moment causing like an eruption of celebration is different for Simmons than it is for everybody else who's going through it. I mean, it's fun, but at some point he's probably like, you know, guys, it's just one three-pointer. But... On the other hand, if that's something that he added to his game, honestly, it could be quite dangerous. But for now, non-NBA game against a non-NBA team, I am not pulling the alarm on Ben Simmons as a sharpshooter uh, just yet. It's Wednesday, as I mentioned off the top of the show, and Wednesday means we have reached exactly one week into the NHL schedule. Obviously, it is very early, very, very, very early, but... There have been some revealing pieces in the news in the first seven days of the season. An Ailish forefar of Yahoo Sports Canada, NHL coverage, joins me now to talk about it. Ailish, let's start with the obvious, obvious biggest story in hockey, and that is league-leading goal scorer James Neal of the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> it's amazing. It's such a... I, I wrote a story about this, and I used in happy circumstance that was very unforeseen which is probably the most positive way to put it but 
I, if you would have bet money on James Neal leading the league after a week of hockey, then you would be an oracle or a brand from Game of Thrones. And something we couldn't believe, Oilers franchise record holder. Yeah, we had to double check that because I truly <laughs> thought that you were lying to me when you sent me that tweet. How could it not be Gretzky? Yeah, it's or not. anyone else. Yeah, no, James Neal. We look around the league. Obviously, it's only a weekend, but what... Is that, is it, what, if anything, has jumped out to you as something that you've really enjoyed uh, from the first week of hockey? I've thoroughly enjoyed the Carolina Hurricanes. I was excited to see how they would kind of ride off that wave of last year, a bunch of jerks that kind of came out of nowhere um, and made a name for themselves and rebranded and have all this energy and brought the storm surge back, which I think is awesome and something unique to them. And they've been riding that wave into this season, and I guess they're undefeated. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. Not just how they're doing in terms of getting wins in the win column, but I think they're dominating teams all over the ice. And they, I think they held Tampa to two shots on goal in like the last two periods when they played them. And if you could shut down that Tampa team that early in the season, you're going to ride that confidence all the way through, I think. I mean, they put a beating on the Panthers last night. They sure did. Uh, others, some, some of the surprises, San Jose is 0-4. Mm. Edmonton is 3-0 and <laughs> and Anaheim is 3-0 and of those three surprises quote-unquote obviously it's only a weekend which one of those to you is actually a sign of something if any of them oh it's gonna be hard to predict but I don't know Edmonton I'm yeah. gonna be hopeful that they may be getting a little bit of this underdog mentality that no one's putting any effort into caring about Edmonton all of a sudden they're going to blow open the gates at the beginning of the season and maybe it'll help change their team atmosphere maybe they all they needed was just a little bit of positivity and a little bit of success and James Neal clearly but I don't know I, I always hate on Edmonton and it's nice to see them having success because you never know as soon as a team starts rolling anything can happen but I mean I was shocked about Anaheim and I mean, there's a lot of weird storylines to start. We could have a 20-minute podcast on just weird storylines. But I'm going to say that I hope Edmonton would be something that sustains that growth. Sticking with hockey for just a second, the San Jose Sharks signed Patrick Marlowe one year, 700K. He already got a bunch of money this year from the Carolina Hurricanes. Remember when they bought him out after trading for him from the Leafs? So he will rejoin the Sharks. We all knew that's where he was going, just like we all knew they were going to re-sign Joe Thornton. So the band is back together for one more run with the San Jose Sharks. And finally, it's going to be a lot of winner-take-all baseball for the rest of the week. The Tampa Bay Rays stayed alive by winning their second must-win game in as many days. Last night, the Rays chased Justin Verlander very early in the game and they held on the rest of the way to win Game 4 against the Houston Astros. They play a decisive Game 5 on Thursday in that series to see who will join the Yankees in the ALCS. On the other side, in the National League, both of those matchups play their sudden death elimination. Game 5s today in the NLDSs. The Atlanta Braves host the St. Louis Cardinals at 5 p.m. Eastern, while the Nationals and Dodgers get after it at 8.30 p.m. Eastern in Los Angeles. Playoff baseball, you have got to absolutely love it. So incredibly dramatic and so tense after that month-long slog that turns every regular season into one big bland mush. Now, 
for six teams, six teams, the entire season comes down to one game. That is as good as it gets. And that is it for this morning's show. Tomorrow morning, there will be yet another brand new Toronto Raptors game at 6 a.m. against the Houston Rockets. And you can bet you'll be able to read about it and hear all the details on Yahoo Sports Canada and right here on But First Sports. But first, you have to finish Wednesday. So get on out there and get after it and enjoy your day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.